1: So your happy price, price line, people, happy sports, because it's Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time officially for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, of course, as always, is my brother, Cooper, Cooper. How are you doing, brother? Yes, sir. We had a great, wild weekend of football, and let's get into it, shall yes. we? Yes, exactly. Plus, we also had a trade deadline this past year. Oh, <laughs> man, wasn't it crazy, man? It was nuts.
1: Oh, let's, let's get into it, now. Let's
0: it Starting with college football, the top 25. Georgia had a slight battle with Florida, but would pull away late for a 42 to 20 victory. Ohio State's uh, number two Ohio State's defense, led by J.T. Tuamola. Tuamola? Molowau would dominate number 13 Penn State's offense early and late in the game, leading to a 44-31 win. I get used to that name, dude. It's crazy. All dude, right. Come I guess yeah. I'm just going to stick with JT, 44 Ohio State. If you don't know who that is, that's on you. There you go. <laughs> that's going to be on you now. Number, t- uh, number three, Tennessee made easy work of number 19 Kentucky with a 44-6 victory. Number four, Michigan handled in-state rival Michigan State 29-7, snapping a two-game losing streak to the Spartans. And we'll talk more about the fracas that happened after the game. Number seven, TCU remains undefeated as it won a bit of a shootout on the road against West Virginia 41-31. Number eight, Oregon traveled to Berkeley where they've lost two out of the last three times they've been at Cal, winning 42-24. Number nine, Oklahoma State got blanked by number 22, Kansas State on the road 44-0. Number ten Wake Forest went on the road to Louisville to take on the unranked Cardinals and only to lose 48-21. Number ten SC won on the road in a shootout in the desert, beating Arizona 45-37. Number twelve UCLA bounced back from their loss to Oregon by beating Stanford for, uh, 38-13 at home. Uh, number fourteen Utah went to the Palouse and uh, without quarterback uh, Rising, winning 21-17 against the Cougars of Washington State. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number fifteen, Ole Miss won a tough game, thirty-one twenty-eight against Texas A&M. Number sixteen, Syracuse hosted Notre Dame and lost for the second consecutive game, losing forty-one twenty-four at home. Number seventeen, Illinois went to Lincoln and came out with a nice twenty-six nine win over Nebraska. Number twenty-one, North Carolina hosted unranked Pittsburgh, winning twenty-four. To, I mean, sorry, forty-two to twenty-four. And number twenty-five, South Carolina hosted unranked Missouri. Losing 23 to 10. Cooper, any surprises for you out of the top 25 scores? We
1: know, did I mean, actually
0: get a little bit more right in the middle of the game when uh, they came back and made it an eight point game, but then,
1: yeah, yeah
0: they fell out so bad. Yeah, uh, Penn State, poor Penn State. They had a really good game despite three turnovers early on the game. They, their defense held strong against o- Ohio State's offense, but unfortunately, JT just yeah. blitzkrieged the crap out of their offense yeah. and just destroyed them. And the Cougars, had um, the Nittany Line, sorry, no, not the Cougars. It, it, Nittany Line looks like a Cougar, that's why it throws me off sometimes. Yeah. But um, you just they just could not get anything going against um, Ohio State and uh, that offense got shut down late and that's why Ohio State just blew the what seemed like a blow blow away game of
1: 44-31 shut <laughs> down yeah uh that's it was yeah there's a yeah
0: unlike Unlike your teams, my teams, um, every time we've been championship contender or, or around good. the, we've been. Let's yeah. beat most of our offense. So our defense has been good,
1: yeah.
0: but it's never been like yeah. the steel curtain. You know, we don't have we haven't had a nickname on defense since the fearsome foursome back in the '60s, bro. Yeah. Unlike your guys, you guys were known for the steel curtain in the '70s, and your guy your tough nose defense, of course, you guys had Chuck Knoll, and then you had turned around and had Bill Cower. Also major defensive guy. And then of course Mike Tomlin now, also known for being a defensive-minded coach.
1: Mm-hmm. Me
0: ever gonna get an offensive-minded coach? Like ever? I don't care. <laughs> so. Well, can you at least get a good offensive coordinator? We will talk about that later, but <laughs> still, I'm just saying get something going for your offense. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest takeaway though, it had to be Oklahoma State getting blanked by Kansas State, 48 nothing on the road? I mean, I get it. You're on the road, but you don't even put up a point. And you're the number nine ranked team in the nation?
1: Yeah.
0: man. Wow. Wait, wait. I mean, geez, though. Okay, I I mean, well, I mean were you
1: <sighs>
0: what would you be doing, though, in Manhattan, Kansas, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's not Manhattan. We're, we're not talking about Manhattan, New York. Yeah, we're not talking about Manhattan, New York. We're talking about Manhattan, Kansas. Nothing's yeah. going on in Manhattan, Kansas. I mean, well, I mean, it is considered a college town, so I guess there's a little bit something going on. I guess. Yeah, I'm just surprised about that. Uh, but it leads, but the uh, Georgia-Tennessee games lead to, of course, now battle of the unbeaten number one versus number three. I'm basing that, of course, off the playoff rankings that just came out this past Tuesday. If you go by the AP poll, it's actually a one-versus-two matchup. Um, So Battle of the Unbeatens. I believe it's in Athens, so it's going to be quite crazy to see if Tennessee can keep this um, run they've been on going. And uh, it's a finally – finally, I'd have to say because we didn't even remotely come close to presenting a challenge, a true challenge because, I don't know, the Missouri game, I know people will be like, well, Missouri challenged Georgia. I don't think Georgia – I think Georgia kind of went in arrogantly into that game and just assumed the the Tigers would just roll over and they realized, oh no, they're not gonna just roll over for yes. us. And that I think that's what led to that really close game. And then and plus I think they're a little put off by what Kent State managed to pull on them a little bit. But uh but this but now they're gonna face a truly good offense in Tennessee and it's going to be easy. It's going to be not easy. Interesting to see what happens this weekend um, with that game,
1: which wasn't.
0: unfortunately is on at the same time as my Ducks game. So I'll be flipping back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because I want to see I wanna see what happens in that game, but I also want to watch my Ducks, which for the love of God, you're playing Colorado, blow out Colorado. Do not make that a close game. Yeah. Uh, ESPN, ESPN had us at ninety five point six, I believe, to a four point four. That's basically. So you're telling me there's a chance for <laughs> Colorado? Yeah, yeah. We're like one in a million. So you're telling me there's a chance? But yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. A seven in one versus a one and seven. I mean, I we're on the road, but still. All right, so after one full season and eight games into this season, Auburn has fired head coach Brian Harson. In February, February, Harson came under fire as there, was, uh, as there was what seemed like a mass exodus of players and coaches leaving the program, and some believed due to Harson and his personality and style of coaching. This even led to an internal investigation conducted by the university that cleared Harson of any wrongdoing. Cardinal Candillac Williams, uh, former NFL running back and former Auburn running back as well, takes over on the interim and will be having a daunting task of winning three of the next four games for Auburn to become bowl eligible, something that Auburn has been every year since 2012. Auburn has two conference games and a non-conference game left before facing Alabama in the rival game, dubbed, of course, the Iron Bowl. Uber. So basically yeah, they need to win the next three games before they play Alabama I don't see them beating Bama. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, oh, we'll be you know, it's gonna It's gonna be interesting. Welcome aboard Captain
1: you doing, right?
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a tall task to say the least. Is it is it really? Sure, I don't know.
1: <laughs> is
0: it really? Yeah, it is. yeah. So anyway, so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens from that. So Michigan State has suspended a total of eight players stemming from the tum- tunnel fight at Michigan Stadium. A bunch of Spartan players attacked a few of the Wolverine players after the game. Unfortunately, there's no other information as what led to the fight, but the ending result is the problem, as it appears mostly an assault. Uh, some believe it to be there. Some believe it is because is the oh, that is the only one tunnel to and from the locker rooms, while others maintain that for nearly 100 years there was never a major incident. That's the tunnel is not the majority of the problem. So, Cooper... Um, uh, I want to say it's generational issues. Because if you think about it, kids who are 18 to 24 years old, because, you know, it's a bit of an age, sometimes 17, depending on if you graduated high school early. When they went to colleges in the early, you know, 1900s to mid-1900s, even towards the 80s, and 90s, you would not see these kinds of incidents because it was a respect thing. You would never do anything to one make your university look bad, until you never do anything to make your coach look bad,
1: mm.
0: because you could also get very well punished for a lot of things. Now, and of course, we never knew about them, what could be punished for, it, and how the punishments went about. But now, because you see it now. How many things do you see on like YouTube and TikTok and all this of teenagers who will just randomly sucker punch the crap out of somebody out of nowhere? It's yeah. it's a generational thing. Yeah, it's, it's they pretty don't pretty have res- they don't have respect or morals now. I that. And so and so they I get it. It, and is, it is bad blood. Like And they I, I it's don't disrespectful. No respect for and they don't, and it's, it's unfortunately, that's why I think that that's where the problem is. No, the tunnel probably isn't good either. I don't think you really should have a tunnel where both teams have to enter it to go to separate locker rooms. It's probably best to have um, a different tunnel leading in and out, or at least uh, you don't even have to put like on, on the other side. You can just even have, I think, or if I remember correctly, Oregon's tunnels are two separate tunnels on the same side. Yeah. They come out the same end zone, but they're on separate end corners of the end zone. So yeah. they have to they have to split. So, yeah. or whoever loses should get to go first into the tunnel, and then whoever won, after they're done celebrating the victory, then follows suit. Yeah. And to help make sure that there's no real incidences, players should have to exit first. Followed by that team's coaching staff. That way you don't have you shouldn't that way you can make sure your coaches get all your players into the locker room before the other team starts full pour, pouring in, which then the coaches of that team then should follow in the coaches of, of the other team. That way you can kind of keep a buffer between luck man. let's be
1: honest. Simple rules, back in elementary school on how to behave. Yeah. If you can't behave on a football field, there's something wrong with Or in you. a tunnel. Or, yeah, in the tunnel. Come on. Yeah. In the tunnel. You can not behave and you shouldn't even be playing. Right. Like you leave it out on the field. Don't be playing that game. You know walking on walking
0: in it's just stupid. It is. All right, you ready to move up to the big boys? Let's do it. Let's talk some big boy football. All right, the Buccaneers are on a three game slide as they lost to the Ravens on Thursday Night Football, 27 22. The Broncos beat the Jaguars in London, 21 17. The Dolphins' high octane offense returned as they won a shootout against Detroit in Detroit, 31 27. The Cowboys' offense came to life as they hammered the Bears, 49 29. Someone said that was a good game for some reason. (laughs) The Eagles steamrolled the Steelers, though, 35 13. Again, Where's your offense, bro? (laughs) I know you want your defense to shut down the Eagles, but you got to score some points
1: too. That's true. Yeah, that's going to help your defense a lot. uh, Yes. do think they're Yes, we hmm my is So um yeah man, it sucks to be a fan of the team that you know very good
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about the other one. That would be my team. The Rams <laughs> forgot how to play football in the second half of their game against the 49ers, as yeah. they were shut out in the second half, losing 31-14. Yeah. I just yeah. – I just I – I I it's, it's bad, dude. It's bad. It's look, fun. I know there's a thing called the Super Bowl hangover,
1: <laughs>
0: but I f- still feel like we're kind of passed out drunk. Yeah. Lying in a gutter right yeah. now. yeah that's just bad and we were trying to get rid of more of them i'm like dude quit trying to get rid of picks yeah i mean and i mean i get it brian burns is a good defensive end a good edge rusher but thank god carolina didn't pull the trigger because then we wouldn't have a draft pick until like 2030 in the first round i'm just like dude bro come on guys are killing me anyway so yeah that was just yeah Anyways, the Falcons would win a wild game in overtime, thirty-seven to thirty-four. We'll talk about that in a minute. The Vikings won a duel with the Cardinals, thirty-four twenty-six. The Saints blanked the Raiders, twenty-four to set th- nothing. That's where that went. Never mind. I I got thrown off. I want to Okay, the Patriots beat the Jets, twenty-two to seventeen. The Titans rode the King to victory at seventeen to ten, win over the Texans. The Commanders beat the Colts 17-16. The Seahawks keep impressing this season with a 27-13 win over the Giants. The Bills took care of the Packers 27-17 on Sunday Night Football. And on Monday Night Football, the Browns, yes, the Browns, beat the Bengals
1: 32-13. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Jamar Chase is out, though, so their offense is looking really weird
1: without Jamar Chase.
0: So... That's gonna be interesting yeah, to see what happens. Of, it,
1: it, kind of,
0: uh, is, uh... Kevin
1: McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> got
0: it. <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> uh, Kevin. <laughs> then that look on your face on like a my Macaulay Culkin. Home <laughs> no, Alone. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so uh, any of those games besides the one we're going to talk about here in a second, stick out to you? No.
1: Yeah. Dude, is that a game? I mean? I mean, come on, dude. Like? You know, I'm being a little bit of a homer here, but the thing is with them is they are improving. They're, they're staying in games, which oh. I like. I just want them to win.
0: Those games? Well, you know, a little bit of baby steps. Be in the game so you have a chance to win, and then you start winning them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's gonna happen at some point. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The other surprise for me though was the Saints blinking the Raiders twenty-four to nothing. I was a little like,
1: "What?" No,
0: yeah, but then he's also off, when he doesn't get you a point. Uh, Um, So the game we're going to talk about here now is the wild game that was the Falcons and Panthers ending. So the Panthers were up, or sorry, were down six with under a minute to go. And with about 12 seconds to go, they hit a 60-yard touchdown that would (laughs) have won them the game. But D.J. Moore got flagged for taking his helmet off on the field. As we know, the NFL has pushed back the extra point from the 2 to the 15. And now add another 15 more yards, made a usually makeable chip shot kick into a now almost 50-yard attempt. Thus, resulting in a missed extra point. And going into overtime, then what's surprising is the Panthers actually pick off Mariota in overtime, and the ball is returned to about the twenty-four, if I remember correctly, is what they said it was returned to. So they're already in field goal range. They do nothing basically on offense, and the guy misses another kick. Falcons then drive down, game-winning field goal, winning. 34, or 37-34, but Cooper, I went into this wholeheartedly ready to just rail DJ more for his error, but now I'm almost 50-50, maybe even slightly more 55-45, because the kicker missed two kicks. The 48-yarder I would have given you. Yeah. I would have given you that one, but the chip shot field goal to win it in overtime, I can't, I can't back you anymore on that. I can't give everything to G- DJ Moore. Should DJ Moore have pulled off his helmet knowing that it was going to cost them that? No. But you can't miss two game winners. Yeah, I man. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised the Panthers even kept their kicker. I mean,. Yeah, I mean, DJ Moore, though, he's probably going to be fine but for that. But I just, I, I was so full-born. I'm like, dude, you're going to be the one that gets the blame. You should be the one that gets the blame. And a lot of people actually are still giving him the majority of the blame. But I'm just like, but you're the kicker. I understand you have to kick now a 48-yard field goal or extra point. It's a lot more different than kicking a 33-yard extra point. Yeah, Because yeah. you weren't prepared for that. Mentally, you have to now try to prepare yourself for something you weren't mentally prepared for. And, but then, when you miss the chip shot, like I think it would end up being like a almost exactly what the extra point should have been, a thirty round the thirty three or something like that, and then you miss that.
1: Yeah.
0: In overtime. I just it's just like, bro, what are you doing? I, I, that's crazy. All right, you ready to talk some trades? Let's
1: do
0: it. You want to talk about your team? Let's do it. All right. First off, the surprise was because over the weekend we had heard that there was probably no possibility of Claypool being traded. Lo and behold, on Tuesday, trade deadline day, I get a a notification across my screen, Claypool traded to the Bears. I messaged him immediately and went, "Um, we were lied to. Playpool a bear now and Cooper was like what <laughs>
1: I have to yeah I was I was going to do I mean I know we got we got this new this We'll see what, what happens, but uh, I, don't know, dude. I, don't, I don't know if I don't I know if it was a full on good trade, but you know we got we got a second corner out of the situation, so
0: we should be good. Uh, yeah, so they would end up turning around and trading for William Jackson the third from the Commanders, giving them another corner to help bolster that back end of that defense that does need it. I I kind of see their point though because. Deontay Johnson, even though he's the size of a slot guy, doesn't really run the routes of a slot guy. He is a kind of a go-route kind of guy. He doesn't really control the middle as well as he does as the outside. Yeah. Pickens is also not a slot guy. He is an outside guy. Leaving Claypool, who is definitely not a slot guy. He, yeah. he He's too big-bodied. He's, yeah. he, he's 6'4", 225. The dude is basically just an undersized tight end.
1: Mm.
0: But he's not slow in any means. He's still fast. Oh, really? I'm not trying to say he's like slow or anything, but he's just too big. You can't really run him in the slot. And you didn't have the room. He's kind of been an irritant in the locker room at times with his TikToks, mm-hmm. which I kind <laughs> of have a hard time being against him for that because he's just trying to have fun. So, and same with Ju, the same thing with Juju. He was just trying to like. Yeah. But. Yeah, so I kind of, so I kind of don't agree with that. But at the same time, at are you gonna pay him though if you don't feel like he's producing for you the way you he should be, and might as well give the rookie who's on a cheaper contract, Deontay Johnson's cheaper. Um, you're gonna have to pay. To Deontay at some point because he's he's been your best receiver the past few years even with Juju um Juju was out for a while yeah. um, with injury he was almost not even wanting to be there last year anyways you guys kind of end up talking him back in but then he got hurt so he was missing a lot of games last year and Claypool is just, he he's he's got the talent if he can just be consistent yeah. he's got the talent but so he goes to Chicago. It helps out the Bears definitely needed it, so we'll see what happens. I I just like the fact that it's going to get Pickens the uh, snaps he needs anyway. It oh, yeah. you guys you guys got a first round talent in the third round. If if Pickens wasn't hurt in college last year, at the end of the year, he's a first he's gone first round. You guys wouldn't even sniff. You would have had to pick him where you pick Pickett. it. You would have gotten pick ins instead of pick mm-hmm. <laughs> If you wanted him, if he lasted that long, mm-hmm. the injuries what is what killed him in his draft stock. A lot of teams were kind of like Ooh, about him, but forget about it there, dude. He's easy money, money money. Um, let's see here, the Dolphins though. How about their pickup of Bradley Chubb, dude? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying,
1: trying to you know get their defense out. So,
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: I mean, what
0: do I say? and then today they signed him to a new contract extension right off the bat of five year I think hundred and nineteen million dollars oh, yeah. I know, I would definitely have signed him. I would have signed him the same day I traded for him if I could, but uh, you know, probably couldn't work that out exactly because he was just coming back from London, so and he, he was probably already on his way to Denver at the time of the trade. If we're not already in Denver, so you got to get him back to Miami for a physical. Then you had to have to go through that whole process. And yeah. you want to get him on the practice field as soon as you can. So you got to get acclimated to that. But I just, I was shocked. I was like, dude. So they tur- took the, what was it? Third overall pick last year. And got Jalen Waddell. Tyreek Hill. And Bradley Chubb out of it. Crazy. That is insane. I mean, I almost, I'm ready for the Bills Dolphins next game. Let's go. I want to see this game.
1: I want to see it now.
0: Don't make me wait. (laughs) It's going to be, as long as the offensive line for the Dolphins holds up. Oh, boy. This is going to be fun on the bun, bro. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Um, let's see. My team, of course, didn't do Jack Diddley. Hmm. <sighs> I was just like, we need offensive line, but no one's got an offensive lineman available. So right.
1: it's like...
0: Yeah. And we uh-huh. were, we tried to get Brandon Cooks. The Texans sounded like they wanted way too much, because even the Cowboys couldn't get Brandon Cooks from the Texans. Of course, if I'm the Texans, why would I want to help the Cowboys anyway? So yeah. they they don't even like they don't even like the Texans being in Texas. They Dallas thinks they should just own the whole state. In mm-hmm. fact, they probably want to kick out all both baseball teams and the fo- other basketball teams too. They want them all out of the state. <laughs> it's just cowboy territory right here. That's probably how they feel. Um, thank you, Charles, for the like. But uh, so it it was nuts. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other. Big-time names that I got to Oh, yes. TJ Hawkinson goes from Detroit to Minnesota. Yeah. In division.
1: Yeah, in division. That's
0: oh, right holy crap.
1: Because, like, usually when you see a big trade like that, it's trade them out of the division. So, you know, you ain't got a face Right. So, that's...
0: And I'm sure Jared Goff just went, Bro, what are you doing to me? That's my tight end. Because what all else fails, that's what Goff's offense is. He throws to the tight end. Is that, is that your dad? Yeah. Hey! Go Vikings.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Yeah. well, yeah, I mean, you guys just got freaking TJ Hawkinson, so. I still think you're a little overranked or, or over. Oh, you're not as good as your record indicates right now, but at the same time, your whole division kind of sucks. So, <laughs> not much. We're just talking bad about your team right now. <laughs> talking bad about your Vikings. <laughs> Play someone good. Oh, wait, you did, and you lost to the Eagles on primetime. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh yeah, Kirk Cousins on a one o'clock game on Sunday is the greatest quarterback of all time. Don't give him a game. don't give him a prime time game yeah. unless it's against the bears. Yeah. for some reason he can only beat the Bears yeah. in primetime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so yeah, uh, let's see here. and finally, uh, yeah, you'll make the yeah, you'll lose from a missed field. probably that's probably what will happen. anyways. So, Dan Snyder is going to possibly sell the Commanders. He has hired the Bank of America Industrial Craft, Think- I don't know, some <laughs> some weird division that handles big sales of corporations and stuff, of Bank of America, and is looking to possibly sell the team. Of course, no one can guarantee if he's actually, actually looking to sell the whole team or if he's looking to sell shares of the team because he has bought out all of his minority owners and could just be trying to pocket a big sale and still have majority hold of the team and just get a lot of money out of it. Then also we found out that the feds have opened up an investigation on him about possibly cooking his own books. So that's where well, I'm kind of like... Why is, he is that why he's
1: selling yeah. yeah!
0: That's going to be interesting. And what's
1: that?
0: I want to say right now, whoever decides to buy the team, I will be your face of the franchise. You can be in the background, and I'm changing the commander's name. Let's do this. I'm taking it back to a Native American tone. I just won't do it racially. I will do it either to the Red Wolves or the Red Tails. I don't know. Braze isn't bad, but someone will, some crazy. Will from... <laughs> you look at your dad's like, yes, please, terrible name. We agree. I mean, I am ne- there is, I don't want to get into this wholeheartedly, but. Yeah, we don't need to touch on this. <laughs> it was less than 5% of all Native Americans dislike the name Redskin because they thought it was derogatory. However, if you actually go back in history and see some of the letters from native tribal chiefs to politicians in Washington, D.C., they refer to themselves as redskins. So what are we doing here?
1: This is,
0: it's... Uh... I mean, right. Um, and I'm sorry. I've watched plenty of television and all, and read plenty of history books to know we never really refer to them as Redskins in a derogatory term. We usually, generally, just call them savages. Yeah. So I, and I was kind of sitting there going, "Well, why don't you just call yourself savages and keep the name and see how well they want you to go back, <laughs> to, how quickly they want you to go back to the Redskins." Oh,
1: man. everybody
0: there is pretty much offended by everything so yep Oh, be still you bleeding liberal heart <laughs> but yeah so uh i i I kind of do hope he sells the team because his team's been irrelevant for so long anyways yeah and hopefully yes even if i don't get to be the um head figurehead of the team because I'm sure I won't um, I'm pretty sure you don't either. I will do it for less money than it would cost them for anybody else to do it. money, money. That's right. Just pay me a little bit more than what I'm making now. <laughs> easy jo- easy money. A lot cheaper than what you are pay like millions of dollars to somebody else. And at least I like the team. I well, I used to like the team. Yeah. Actually, actually used to really like this. I was like, yeah, I like that. Probably be my backup NFC team, but you know, my backup NFC team doesn't exist anymore. So, I am. I'm a little sad. I'm a sad backup little Bengals fan. Oh shit,
1: man.
0: <laughs> I did that just to mess with You're you Kevin. <laughs> I feel bad yeah. for the Bengals. That's yeah. the only reason why. They haven't won a Super Bowl, and they've been to three, lost to three NFC West teams. One team twice, actually, but still. Mm-hmm. They, beat, they lost to the Niners twice, but still. By the way, um, Bills, if you do make it to the Super Bowl this year, not you, Bill, but I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I want to clarify that. But if you go to the Super Bowl, Bills, take us, please. But anyways. If the Buffalo Bills go, do not play an NFC East team. Do not, you better hope the Eagles don't make it because you'll lose. You've lost three to three different NFC East teams. They've Mm -hmm. lost to the Cowboys twice, the Giants, and the Redskins. I'm just saying, Buffalo, you better hope the Eagles don't make it because you're not going to (laughs) win. But uh, yeah, so that's just, it's been crazy. Looking forward to more craziness. Hopefully, our teams. Yes. Yes. Hopefully, our teams actually win this weekend.
1: At least one.
0: Besides the Ducks, because the Ducks are the only ones that love us. Uh, I celebrate Fluffy <laughs> and his new stand-up. If you haven't seen it, it's funny you haven't seen Fluffy's new stand-up, go, go see it. It's from Dodger Stadium, which is even cooler. Well, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Fluffy shout-out. Might tag Fluffy and everything when we go to post this later. <laughs> Fluffy!
1: Fluffy! Fluffy
0: shout-out! Uh, was with you With a Sioux Indian. not prejudiced. Okay. <laughs> Good for you, Bill. He was with a Sioux Indian, so he's not prejudiced.
1: Well,
0: oh, there you go. Bro. Key word there was was. <laughs> well, oh, if that said currently with Sioux Indian, <laughs> you're not prejudiced. We can buy that. Oh, and I was that big. How <laughs> <Big bang. laughs> to get him on that one? <laughs> oh man! So uh, that does it for us. We'll be back with some sports talk whenever Cooper can do it because he's going to be busy tomorrow evening. Yeah. We'll try to get it done on Saturday or Sunday. We got a lot of talk about some basketball. The Lakers, two in a row, baby. Winning streak. We put Break on the bench and now we're two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're laughing hard at that. Um, I got him good with that. And, and then, then let's see here. And then we got to talk about some baseball, some World Series. Are the Astros cheating already? Bill, what do you think? Are they cheating already? Cheating. I think they're cheating already, they're though, tears. Bill. Go Phillies. Yes, go Phillies. We're rooting for the Phillies. but Sounds like Astros kind of got away from, from cheating. And if you hadn't seen the last race in NASCAR last weekend, wait until we talk about what happened at the end of that race. That was insane. Yeah. Dude went total video game, and we're going to talk about it on Sports Talk. Hopefully sometime this weekend. He promises me things, but yet he sometimes doesn't pull through. Build, do something. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sports with cooper in big man. That's sports talk W-I-T-Cooper. The letter N big man. And that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. <laughs> anyway, so that do it for us here at Sports Talk, guys, and as always,
1: keep, keep on, on talking program.
0: sports.